welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Jody. So if you are recently joining us, we have started a new trend where we just talk about what's going on in our lives before we get into the episode topic. So Erin, what's going on with you this week? Yeah, I have been working. Oh my gosh, I feel like I don't have a good answer. For like me, like, I'm always and I'm like, trying to think like, what can I say? Like, what do I want to share? I know. <laughs> um, I forget what I said last time. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's a new week. Um, well, my this is such a boring update. I'm like, well, my son was homesick today. So I don't. <laughs> really sick I think he's just tired honestly but I still see the doctor I'd get a note I feel like we should all (laughs) get mental health days like I feel like even kids they should get mental health days and just if you don't want to do it today then you shouldn't have to do it and I think we shouldn't have to have jobs yeah like me personally not like everyone obviously (laughs) just you like us like Jody and I like we should right right (laughs) our job should be like going on vacations yes going to the beach I agree I agree I'm so here for that yeah Yeah. we need to figure out how to be like the content creators where people pay you to travel like oh my god we'll pay you like ten thousand dollars if you come to our hotel and post about it like okay okay if I have to (laughs) but yeah no like dating life wise nothing too exciting going on there I've kind of taken a break from the apps like honestly when I got back on them it was like disappointing it was kind of of gross like for lack (laughs) of a better way to put it like that I just I don't know (laughs) I send Jody like screenshots of like some of the best ones I love them like friends but um yeah just a lot of a lot of grossos out there nice well, yeah, I want to say same. Like, I've just been working. I'm going away this weekend, um, just doing like a little kids trip with my son and then a friend of ours and her son for his birthday. So and we've got Halloween. So that's that's about it. Nothing really exciting, but that's good because nothing bad, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's so yeah, cool. let's do it to it. So guys. Are you having deja vu right now? Like somehow you just knew what this episode was going to be about. Maybe you dreamt it. Most people dream for around two hours each night. So it's no surprise that we might all have a few vivid dreams from time to time. You might even be one of the 18 to 38% of people who have experienced precognitive or premonition dreams which are basically dreams that seem to predict events in the future. Well, are you not sure if you've had one of these dreams? Let's see if you meet the criteria. First of all, you have to record or tell others about your dream before the scenario happens in real life. Your dream must have a significant number of unique details so that it's unlikely to be a coincidence. Also, any dreams that are self-fulfilling prophecies or that could be influenced by existing knowledge are not considered to be premonition dreams. So there are quite a few historical events that were reportedly predicted through dreams. The first one was Abraham Lincoln's assassination. Apparently, he dreamed of his own death. His friend and law partner, Ward Hill Lamon, 
Lehman? I don't know. Described the dream as Lincoln told it to him. He said he dreamed of people sobbing. And during the dream, he went to investigate. In the East Room of the White House, he found a corpse dressed for a funeral. I feel like that sounds so aggressive. Like, I found a corpse. I don't know. He's dressed for a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> he said he asked the figures in the dream what happened. And one told him that the president was assassinated. Ward claimed that Lincoln appeared really disturbed and frightened. He did say later on that the president in his dream was not Lincoln himself, but a different president. And he had this dream just a few nights before he was killed in 1865. That's so crazy. I know. In 1966, a landslide from a coal mine slid into the South Wales village of Aberfan. The local school was destroyed and killed 144 students and teachers. Not long after the landslide, a British psychiatrist named John Barker came to the village to research what happens to people when they believe they are about to die. He collected 76 accounts of premonitions of the landslide, 60 of which he followed up on. One notable premonition was submitted by the parents of a 10-year-old girl that was killed in an accident. The day before it happened, she reported to her mother a frightening dream that her school was no longer there and had been covered by something black. That is tragic. That's like... It's so crazy, though. Like, these... They say that it's a coincidence and stuff, and we kind of get into that later, but, like, some of them are so specific crazy two of the people that had reported premonitions to john barker actually kept reporting accurate dreams to him the following years one of which was a premonition of the assassination of robert kennedy for months she dreamed of his death and on june 4th 1968 she called the premonitions bureau three times urgently concerned about kennedy he was shot just after midnight the next day it has also been said that Aaliyah had a recurring dream of her untimely death not long before it occurred. She was quoted describing it as uh, by saying, it is dark in my favorite dream. Someone is following me. I don't know why I'm scared. Then suddenly I lift off far away. How do I feel as if I'm swimming in the air free? Nobody can reach me. Nobody can touch me. It's a wonderful feeling. It's like, I feel like it should be beautiful, but it's not. It's like really sad. I love Aaliyah too. It is. Considering how tragic and dramatic her death actually was, I almost hope that like that was real and that's how it was for her. Like just, there was no. I like that. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's countless examples of this happening. Even two passengers on the Titanic both had dreams that the ship would sink one of which had the dream every night during the journey and on the day the ship sank actually told another passenger that he knew the ship would sink that night. We had a few dream premonition stories sent in by listeners too. The first one said, my gift is backwards. I have dreams that confirm things. The most detailed one I had a dream that I was in a bar in real life and I, that I'd never been in, but I could smell the bar and I could feel it. In the dream, I ordered a Monte Carlo drink, and I had never actually had this drink before. And honestly, I didn't even know it was a drink, and I didn't know it was a drink either. But maybe it's good. I tell this dream to my friend. 
who also has some gifts. And she said, tell your new brother about the dream. So I had recently found out that my dad wasn't my dad and had also found my siblings from my biological dad. So I tell this dream to my newly found brother and he gets this weird look on his face. He asked me to describe the bar and I give all the details that I can remember. He then texts me a picture of a bar and it's almost identical to the bar in my dream. My brother then tells me the bar was owned by our dad's best friend and my dad, when he was single, drove a Monte Carlo. So my dream was showing and confirming my dad knew that I had found his family. He passed away in 2003, so I never got to meet him. Found out he was my biological dad in 2021. The same girl also dreamt that her friend was going to have a son in the next two years and told her what he would look like. She got pregnant within the year and she only got one detail wrong about his looks. I remember her. Yes, those were those were really good ones. And she had another one that was really crazy that she said she's had that hasn't come true yet. So we mm-hmm. were like guessing like if it will or like what it means. We'll have to touch um, back on that one like later. So and she's see. definitely a friend where I feel like clearly that's it's just too specific. You know, I don't know. For sure. All right. This was another one that, was this a submission, this next one? Yes. Okay, this was another submission from listeners. So it says, uh, this person said, I had an interesting dream one night that warned me about my bank account being jacked. So this happened a few years ago, and I dreamed that I was in a hotel room trying to sleep. Now, what's strange about this is that I was sleeping on the floor. At home, I usually sleep on the floor, but in this dream, I'm also sleeping on the floor. Which got me thinking, why rent a hotel room where I can't sleep on the bed? Not only that, but I could hear voices of people in the room with me. It sounded like two females and one male in the room chatting and laughing and having a great time. So I thought to myself, why is there a party in my room and I'm not participating in the fun? And why am I sleeping on the floor? What a strange dream. So morning comes and I wake up at home with lingerie, with, with lingerie, with a lingering thought. So I was trying to spice it up. No, I'm just I, like I can't read. <laughs> so I wake up at home with a lingering thought that I needed to check my bank account. I log into my checking account and discover a few hundred dollars are missing. I see there are two erroneous charges to my account that were made the night before. Both charges originated in Oregon, and I do not live in that state. The charges were for a hotel room at the Red Roof Inn and for dining at a bar and grill. So she was, like, dreaming about what the people were actually doing with her money. Yeah. The crazy thing about this is it kind of goes into the dream like premonition stuff but also the out-of-body experience which we don't really get into too much but that would be a fun topic to talk about like a lot of people have these dreams that they can or even are able to meditate enough to have an out-of-body experience like able to like leave their body and see themselves I just think that's really interesting yeah one theory about all of this is when people dream about strangers They say your mind can't create an entire new face and you can only see in your mind faces that you've already seen. So how is it possible to see a stranger in your dream and then eventually meet them in real life? Countless people have claimed that this happened to them. Also, some people claim that their dreams are about other people's emotional states 
and they reflect what the people are going through in their lives. For example, one person claimed that they had a dream that her brother was drowning in the ocean, and when she pulled him out, he was so exhausted and frail. She woke up and called him right away because she had a bad feeling, and he said that he had been going through an extremely emotional time the past few days and was sure that he and his girlfriend were about to break up. The thing is, there are billions of people in the world, most of which have up to five dreams a night. Considering how many billions of dreams that is, there's a pretty high chance that at least a few of these dreams are going to overlap with real events. That's been the general consensus in the science world about precognitive dreams for many years. But some fascinating research has surfaced in recent times, and scientists are starting to believe that there might be some truth behind dreams predicting the future. Okay, this is going to be where I like a dumb question. What is precognitive dreams? Like, it's like having a dream about the future. It's like a premonition, like dream premonition, but it's... Oh, okay. thought of it before kind of okay so there's a few potential causes of precognitive dreams such as remembering the future this could be a case of the future affecting the past and this probably sounds a little ridiculous but science is full of evidence that time is an illusion or you've created your own future in some cases the dream has a profound effect on the dreamer and the dreamer takes steps even without realizing it to create the reality that they saw in their dream. These dreams are really fascinating, even if you've never experienced one yourself. And who knows? You might have it and you just don't remember it. If you've listened in the past to our dream episode, then you know that we give some great advice on how to start remembering your dreams. Keep a dream journal next to your bed. And before you do anything, as soon as you wake up, write down your dreams. You might just be surprised. So Erin, have you ever had a precognitive dream? I don't think so. Um, You know, weirdly, it's like I kind of feel like I have, but I I definitely had deja vu feelings where like I'm in a moment where I feel like I've dreamed about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's not, I I don't think that I've had to meet the criteria that we're talking about where I've told someone and then it's happened. I do, though, know of a really cool story where this did happen that I thought was really fascinating. It was in one of my, when I was in college, one of the psychology classes that I was taking, the instructor was talking to us about dreams and things. And she was saying that one of the students in her class had come to her and they were talking about basically just the psychology of dreams and like trying to figure out, because a lot of times our dreams are uh, combinations of things that we have thought of, or or they can mean things like if you have certain like monsters, it can mean that there's like someone traumatic in your life, or like different things that mean different things in dreams. And so she was trying to kind of dissect this with the psychology, like yeah, psychology teacher. Um, and she was like, okay, so I'm in this house with my parents, and I've never been there before. And she described the house in detail, and she's like, and I, there's a secret passageway. And so I go down into like the basement and there's a small, like a bookshelf or something that turns and I open it. And beyond that, it's like another secret doorway. And it leads to this like whole secret passageway area. And she described it in great detail to the professor. The professor's like, I don't know, you know, like think about it and, you know, take note. And I think she was thinking, you know, maybe there's something in your life you're trying to figure out. I don't know, whatever. Well, anyways, the next week she comes back and she was like, you will never believe what happened. My parents started looking for houses, like going to showings. 
and they went to the fucking house that I dreamed about. And so she's like, I knew the house. Like when we were there, I knew that this was the house for my dream. And so I went down to the basement and pushed on the bookshelf. And sure enough, and the real estate agent, she said, didn't even know, like nobody knew that this opened. So sure enough, it opened to the tunnel, to the secret passageways, to this like elaborate, like and hidden air, like rooms and stuff. And it was just like the craziest thing. And I remember the psychiatry teacher being like, I will never forget that because that's the only example she had, but she told us, she told it to us. And I just remember thinking like, that was super crazy. That is so crazy. What about you? Have you had any like predictive? You know what? I've experienced, like you said, I've experienced deja vu quite a bit. And I want to say I have, but I didn't keep a dream journal. So I just don't remember. (laughs) Um, What kind of gave me the idea for this episode, and I know I've told you about it recently, is I had a dream, a very vivid dream, and it was like a week or so ago, and it was like I was watching a movie, like I was just in the woods, and it was fall, like around now, and the trees are really pretty, but in like bold black letters across the whole, like, as this was happening, was the name Robbie. I don't know any Robbies. Like, I don't know who that would be. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's really random. And so it kind of got me thinking, like, is this something that I'm supposed to, like, watch out for this person? Is this person going to murder me? Like, is this, you know, who is this? What's happening? So, um, so maybe, maybe I've had one and I just don't know. Well, you got to say what we talked to our friend Shay. Yes. So our friend Shay, who's been on a few times is, um, like she's kind of, she's kind of in like the witchy stuff and that, like, what would you call it? Just. Yeah. She's yeah. yeah she does like witch stuff and like, she's yeah. really like spiritual stuff and different things. She's yeah. So she has a lot of knowledge about, um, just various. For sure. Uh, I don't know. And I asked her about it and she said that like, not necessarily that she got like a bad feeling about it, but that the words were like big, bold, black letters that that wasn't like, that wasn't a good thing. Like it Mm -hmm. maybe need to keep an eye out for this. I don't know. Right. So basically she was saying that like, if, because of it being like so bold and it's the only thing you remember big. Yes. You know, black letters or whatever, that it's like a potentially a warning where like, if someone named Robbie comes along or somebody named Robbie might come along and like it's just not a good thing like not like oh they're gonna come kill you right be like you get pulled over by a cop named Robbie or yeah it gives you a ticket or something like it could be it could be that but it's some kind of like warning that would make you anxious Mm -hmm. and to watch out when she first said I was like well my like one of my best like work friends name is Robbie but I'm she's she's not an ominous threat to anybody yeah And we had, it seems like this is really common. Like I kind of posted about this on our Facebook group and I feel like people were like going crazy. Like I was just asking, does anyone, has this happened to anyone? And all these people were like, yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, share your story, share your story. And just a few did, I don't know if they were embarrassed or what, but like, it seems like the majority of people have actually experienced this. So I just think it's Well, and a long time ago, they used to consider dreams to be prophetic. Like if you remembered Mm -hmm. your dream at all, they interpreted a lot of dreams as, um, as meaning something, not all of them were considered prophetic, but there were people who they believed had like prophetic dreams, um, even in Bible stories, you know, and, um, from the whole, I'm like totally blanking right now, but like 
I got you. you know, Jacob and all, all that, whatever. If you know, you know, if you don't, it's not gonna make sense anyway. So, okay. <laughs> all right. So that's it for our uh, topic subject for today. So now it's time for Jim Jam. What are you listening to this week? Um, is anybody listening to anything other than the new Taylor Swift album? Like, is that, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> I... Are we still doing what? Um, I know it's so funny because all of our <laughs> friends think that she's the bigger like Swifty, but I think between the two of us, I am. Oh, definitely. Like, I didn't. I don't I, think I, you'd ever even say that you're like a Swift. <laughs> it is so like all our friends. We have a few friends that like I we've we've been to like things before, and Taylor Swift will come on and be like, "Oh, Jody's jam." I'm like, I she's all right. Like, <laughs> no, I love Taylor Swift. I think yeah. she's like so brilliant and like, yeah, um, I like her music. I just I so she her. has a new. I think she's also a marketing genius, or else her team is. I don't know which it is. But um, her new album, Midnights, came out, well, you guys will know how old this, how old we record by the time this comes out, because it'll be like at least, what, three weeks or something? Anyways, um, her, as of the time we're recording this, her album just came out this week. And so, I mean, that's really what I've been listening to. And there's so many good songs on it. I'm trying to think, the ones that stand out, I always like the edgier songs, I think. I tend to be drawn to those, but... um. So, anti-hero, vigilante shit, snow on the beach. I don't know. Like, literally, the whole album's good. So, you should just listen to it, unless you hate Taylor Swift. And even if you do, you should still listen to it and just give give her a chance. You might change your <laughs> I want to listen to it. I, I like her. I'll I heard she's, it. like, problematic. I don't know. I saw some TikTok video about, like, there's some issue with her. So, I don't know. I can't keep up with, like, who needs to be canceled and why. Um, you gotta be a little I don't dramatic. Know. So by the time this comes out, she's like in some big PR fiasco. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, nice. Um, I've been listening to Hardy's new song "Sold Out." I just really like turning it up as loud as it'll go and screaming it in my Jeep when I'm by myself, and that brings me a lot of happiness and joy to do that. So if you would like some happiness and joy in your life. Listen to Taylor Swift and listen to Hardy's song Sold Out. I haven't heard that one. I'll have to check it out. Check it out. I think you'd like it. Maybe. I think you would. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that face was. Anyways. Now <laughs> it's time to dish fish. You better dish fish. Every the la- most fun. Dude, the Sex last few episodes when I've re-listened to myself saying you better dish fish, it gives me the ick so bad. I'm like, I'm just gonna say it I real think, fast now. Like, you honestly, better dish fish. I think we need to record for both Joe Jam and Dish Fish. Actually, yeah. I think for the intro and outro too. We, we we should have like a pre-recorded because I the same. I give myself, especially since we say the same thing and we yes. don't have it pre-recorded. I just like I don't know if it's me hearing it. Well, you guys actually don't tell us if it gives you the ick. Um, it might hurt our feelings. <laughs> We're very sensitive. Sensitive. <laughs> but tell me if you're going to tell one of us. Yeah, she, I'm way more sensitive. She's like, yes, tell Aaron. <laughs> tell Aaron. <laughs> oh, okay, so for Dish Fish this week, I just have some random fun questions. So are you ready? I think, I guess, yeah. Okay, surprise. Yeah. All right, number one, what's the weirdest thing in your closet? 
Okay, I'm just going to say the first thing that came to my mind, I like turned over. <laughs> I feel like I need to explain a wedding dress. <laughs> oh. For sure, the weirdest thing. And I was like, I need to not say that, but that's like. It's too late. Um, it's Yeah, not in my like closet in my room, but in like the closet of the room that I'm in. Yeah. Or, yeah, I need to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had it like, whatever. It's It's very old. Mm-hmm. I was engaged once and like it was at my mom's house and we had to move stuff and I ended up bringing it here because I was going to sell it and then I didn't and then just whatever next question <laughs> what about you what about, what's the first thing in your question your oh mom? honestly I don't think anything that exciting I, I know there's like a, a, a tutu in there that I had like for the 80s outfit for our anniversary party was it the anniversary party or was it no it was our friends giving last year we did 80s theme right and I had a tutu in there and I just, I don't, yeah, but that's it. That's not very exciting. Number two, what's your biggest pet peeve when it comes to social media? Ooh, I have a couple. My The first thing that came to mind was like the canceling of everything. Like I am all for accountability and growth, yeah. but I also think that um, actually maybe this ties in community guideline violations on TikTok specifically. They are the worst with that. I have had videos taken down for the most random things. Like there was one video that it was on a different, not my personal account on like a different account that I had for a while where I don't know if I said like the word virginity or sex or something like that, but it was not a graphic video. It wasn't like, it wasn't anything inappropriate and it got like community guideline and they take it like I've had the most random I've had some taken down or muted for community guidelines that I'm literally like I couldn't even guess what the violation was like if I tried and there's no way to appeal it there's no way to ask like what guideline did it violate it's just like fuck you yeah (laughs) um so that's super annoying it doesn't Mm -hmm. happen a lot but it's enough and then just the cancel, just the canceling. Like I, and I feel like the two yeah. tie together because it's like almost this, like, I want to, I want to feel like I don't care what people think. I want to be able to like speak freely. I'm not saying anything that crazy or awful or whatever, but there's always, I don't know. I mean, even like saying that something about Taylor Swift, like people might be like, oh, she's canceled, right? Like, I just, oh my gosh, yeah. Okay. Like, fuck all the canceling shit. Yeah. Um, it's too much. It's Except ridiculous. for Andrew Tate. Like, keep him fucking Oh, canceled. yeah. Fuck that guy. Planet, preferably. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Um, that's, that kind of goes along with mine. I'm going to say men and women, but it's mostly men, commenting on things that they should not comment on. Like, the women's rights stuff. It makes me so mad. And it's like, I don't want to get mad about it because they just obviously don't have the right, like, intelligence to understand what they're even talking about. Like... Yeah. Someone was, I don't remember what it was like a Nick Cannon thing. I was scrolling through Facebook and they were talking about Nick Cannon and someone commented on it. It was like, how about time for a vasectomy? And then this guy's on there and he was like, how about time for all the women to get their tubes tied? I'm like, do you know how this works? Like, are you fucking stupid? And I'm like going off and then I'm like, it's not worth it backspace. Like, I'm not even going to bother with this because just there's no, there's no arguing with people that aren't smart enough to have a decent conversation with. So yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I feel you. Number three, what is your favorite color to wear? Black. I like uh, black. I mean, I, when I first, when we graduated cosmetology school, salons, the dress code was all black. And then I've worked in PR 
all black. So like I would say a majority of my wardrobe is black. And it's also easy because when you're, well, now I work from home. So I just wear like fucking pajamas all day, half the time. (laughs) (laughs) But when I do go into the office, it's nice because if you always wear black, like nobody really pays attention to what you wear. And then you don't have to put as much thought into like your outfits every day. And it just like frees up time. I don't know. Um, I'm here for that. What about you? The same black. I just feel like it's slimming and easier to hide like all of the not cute things. And what's your other colors that you think you wear the most other than black? So we have like, I feel like probably dark. I like jewel tones. I really love jewel tones. Like whether it's like dark teal or like purples and pinks. I'm going to say grays. I wear a lot of grays and blacks. I don't know, but black's my favorite. What is your favorite dessert? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, like frozen yogurt. Really? Yeah, like the soft serve frozen yogurt. The first time I ever had that was with you. Maybe I don't remember where we were. I think we were hungover on our way back from Nashville and we stopped somewhere, right? right? Sounds, sounds. I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, number five. What's, What's your yours? Favorite? What's your favorite dessert? My favorite dessert is tiramisu. I love okay. tiramisu. I thought you were going to say like sex or something sassy just because like. <laughs> I don't know. No. Tiramisu. You usually have like a really like Tiramisu snarky. after sex. <laughs> Not before. <laughs> or during. During. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What's what's your favorite sport to play? <laughs> None. Um, <laughs> gymnastics. Gymnastics. I like that. I what like about that. you? I don't know. Like kickball or something I don't know <laughs> um you could do gymnastics with it. what about golf we could just like do the golf part no I feel like that's boring miniature golf if you're just like drinking and driving the golf cart around then I feel like yes that's what I pick drinking and driving like, the golf cart around like we'll be the caddies yeah dudes that want to play golf perfect perfect all right six what would make you automatically swipe left on a person? That's a no, just for those of you who aren't, like, in the dating scene. <laughs> like, um, right away, like. Uh, honestly, I know this is going to piss some people off, and we don't get a MAGA hat. Like, I'm sorry. It would. <laughs> it Do would. they still wear those? Is it still a thing? Some of them, yeah. Really? Or, or if they have anything about, like, eating pussy or, like, how big their dick is or, like, their job is, like, the streets or, like, anything yeah. like that. That all is, like, immediately just get the fuck out. Is no. there anything that would make you automatically swipe right? Even if you, like, didn't read anything in their description, like, just, like, the first thing that you would notice, would you, like, automatically write? I feel like you can't fully describe it because it would be more, like, um appearance or like if I just like think they're hot or something what Um, if you're on tinder and you see um god I can't think of his name Trevor Noah what if you see Trevor Noah and it's not like a fake one it's not someone you I mean the the reality is it would be a fake it would be a fake one (laughs) but if it's not I would go swipe right just to like talk to the Noah and like send the (laughs) screenshots to Jody though yes the humor of it I feel like I would still swipe right but um yeah otherwise left yeah and I do look at the this is like I'm not like super like one of those like astrology girls where it's like I know all about it but I know more than the average person so I do look at like the signs too (laughs) because it's always right 
people like laugh about it and make fun of it, but like it's so crazy how like specific it's so it accurate. It is. It's crazy. Like all I ever dated was Leo's, and she loves Leo's, dude. No. Leo. No, why does? But you're just... always attracted to the Leos. Yeah, that's true. It might not be good for you, but well, I mean, if I were to be looking, oh, seeing that they were a Leo would make me swipe left. <laughs> make me swipe right if they have a mullet. I so. probably swipe right. I always swipe. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Keep going. All right. Uh, our last question. Do you find first dates more fun or stressful? And you can't say both. You have to pick, like, what do you lean on? Oh, it depends. Yeah. Stressful. 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 I kind of hate first dates. I hate the, like, getting to know someone before it's comfortable. I hate small talk. Um, Honestly, I hate trying to, like, if, if I haven't met someone and we're trying to get to know each other online, I hate that. Like, once we've met, then I can talk to somebody online and it's, like, it's cool. But if I haven't met you yet, it's like, yeah. oh, like you don't even know what their vibe is. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm interpret, I'm like creating an idea of you in my head based on how I'm reading things. And that might not even be who you are. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely stressful. Because- Especially online. Like you can make yourself appear to be a certain way mm-hmm. to anybody. And like, yeah. Yeah. Which is why I also like to get it out of the way more quickly. Like if I am meeting somebody online, I'd rather than like more quickly say like, Hey, let's grab coffee. And I like it to be, I know, I know a lot of girls are like, Oh, you, if you're not at least taking me out to a nice dinner, like I'm worth more than that. Like, yeah, whatever. I get it. Like, yeah. Well, but I would much rather have like a, a 30 minute time limit where we're meeting for coffee just to see mm-hmm. if it's a vibe. And then like, yeah, if it's cool, like we'll go out to dinner, but I don't really want to go to some like awkward formal dinner on what is the equivalent of a blind date with some dude that might end up talking my ear off about fucking geese and food sciences for two hours because that's happened. That's oddly specific, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, I haven't been on a first date in like 20 years, but I feel like I would be so stressed out too. Like same. I feel like it would stress me out and I would not be excited about it at all. No. Like the girls that love being like players and are just like, I just want to date everyone and date around. Like yeah. nice idea, but no, I don't. <laughs> it's Mm-mm. so stressful. Like, I, don't... I know. I feel like I take it too seriously and it just like, mm, and take all the fun out of it. So mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's all we've got today. So thank you guys for joining us. Please let us know if you dreamt that we would have this episode and you would be listening to it because that would be really interesting. So yeah. yeah. And I mean, if you want, we can do, if you've had this happen, I feel like it'd be really interesting to hear more of your stories and we can do like a part two and share your experiences from like premonition dreams and that. So send them our way. We would love to hear them. But Thanks for joining us. Follow us on TikTok, YouTube. Give us thumbs up, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, join our Facebook group, all the things. And we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.